Hi, Melly. I'm Lucifer. And we're out of our Vulcan minds. It's also my first podcast. It's also my first podcast. Okay, should we talk about the first ep? So what the was first... the... So, I think we started it by you saying that we shouldn't watch the pilot. Can you explain why we didn't watch the pilot? Okay, so there were actually two pilots done for Star Trek. The very first one um, featured a whole cast of characters that did not... Like, it didn't pan out. The only character that's in it that we see in the main series is Spock. Uh-huh. But apart from that, all those other characters were not really used for the main series, but then were later used for like a, 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 like a single episode in the actual main series. So when you go on Netflix, that original pilot is the first episode there. We skipped it. We'll get to it later. Okay. Um, so the first episode we watched is actually episode two on Netflix, which is called... The Man Trap. The Man Trap, which you automatically like lady. Yeah. It's a lady. Um, so the episode they go down into this mysterious planet they have to do like health checks with a man and his wife called Jim and Nancy Jim's the captain oh what was I I swear the guy's name was also Jim Professor Crater Professor Crater you know it would help if we had like a a synopsis up but um we don't so Nancy and Mr. Crater um and there's something not quite right with Nancy Mm, that's right Harry yeah (laughs) Everyone sees her differently. All the men do. All the men do. But there are only men there, so... Yeah. And the one dude gets super horny. Yeah, and one guy gets so horny that he has to leave. Crewman Darnell, yeah. He's like... They're like... He's like, hi, I'm really horny for you. And everyone's like, can you leave? You look like like that girl Ah. on that fuck planet I went to. (laughs) I think... And then, obviously, she ends up being a monster who needs salt. And so she's, like, sucking all the salt out of people. Yeah. And every time she sees salt, she goes fucking ape shit for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, initially, uh, the professor and his good wife keep asking for salt. You're like, why do they want salt so bad? Well, they're on a desert planet. They need salt to preserve food. Of but course. no, it's tablets that they eat. Mm-hmm. The, this monster is commonly known as the salt vampire. Uh-huh. I'm thinking about things in the show that I loved and things that I didn't love. Yes, go actually, yeah. Okay, so I think I might start there of, like, things that I liked and things that I didn't like. Mm -hmm. Things that I didn't like are all the ugly men. They were (laughs) so many ugly dudes. They're all, like, sweaty and wrinkly, and they're all, like, like, just awful. And then, but then all the women are just, like, gorgeous. Like, clear skin, not sweaty, beautiful hair. There's that moment where there's that close-up shot of, um, the... Uhura? What, what's her name? That's Uhura. very close, but Uhura, yeah. Uhura. They've all got made up names. Uhura. I, I think Is Uhura. she Professor Uhura or... I think she's Uhura. a lieutenant. She's a lieutenant, l- that's right. Lieutenant. Whatever. Real. But she's... They've got that gorgeous close-up of her and she's got her hair up in like a really elaborate thing mm-hmm. and the light is glinting off it and where the light is glinting off it, it's kind of purple, so it's kind of like... And she's just amazing. And then every close-up 
on Captain Kirk, the camera is like a bit foggy because obviously like they're like, how do we not deal with the fact that he's like awful looking? Yeah, so like I figured they were all sweaty because at the time, for like TV, the, all the lighting and everything mm. was just like blazing hot. But yeah, none of the women are as sweaty. I don't know. No, none of the women are sweaty. They all look fine. Yeah. Um, we saw one woman with pants on, which was like revolutionary. Which, which I will say, is the only time in the original series that you see a woman not wearing like the the short, uh, the short dress. little skirt thing. Yeah. Um. So those were things I didn't like. Um, I didn't like, like, obviously, not a fan of the like casual racism. Like, <laughs> a guy, oh, guy yeah. calls him the, and um, yeah, oh a, a horror is like. Hey, um, Jose wants to know where you're at. And he's like, tell that fucking guy that I'll get his Mexican chilies to him. Oh my God. His spicy Mexican chilies and tell him to go back to where, and you're like, dude. It's, it's amazing because Star Trek is supposed to be a utopia that goes beyond like race and gender and, and all this stuff. But like, it's still a show made in the sixties. And so this, they're like very casually racist and everyone is like always perving on the women. Like there's that scene where, um, the blonde salt bearer, what's her name? Yeoman Rand. Yeoman Rand is like walking around and everyone's like, Ooh, I wish she was my yeoman. And you're like, dude, like, I know. But there were like a lot of things that I loved. Um, it felt like so surreal, like the Mm. whole time, like there, like, Always in the background, there's this sort of like weird tech sounding music, and like, are you off, Mary? Bye. Oh, our guest is leaving. Our guest um, is leaving. We value your contributions. Um, yeah, I love the like constant, like, sort of sound behind the episode. When they're on the weird alien planet, there's like this gradient that's the sky, like, constantly, it's mm-hmm. like this pink orange gradient. It reminds me of a lot of like. Um, flex mommy on Instagram like all of her stuff she loves fucking gradient and it's beautiful I think she'd be into that so maybe she should have like a Star Wars watch party as well cool uh, you DM her and we'll, I'll like, DM we'll get her on it yeah. as a guest her and I are mates awesome um, I wish please um, <laughs> flex mommy come on the podcast <laughs> and um, what else did I like just every, everything was kind of just a bit like weird and like mm. long pauses between people and like yeah what, do, what were your thoughts on it what did you think well, I, I was thinking, I always think this with old Star Trek, I think part of the reason you, f- you felt it was quite surreal, it, I think it has that quality because all outdoor mm. settings are, you know, in a really enclosed stage and like that pastel, you know, sky that you see mm. really is just a wall that's like 20 feet away or whatever. Mm. And even if you don't, even if you like suspend your disbelief and go that's that's outdoors that's the sky and everything mm. you're still kind of aware that it's an enclosed space and mm. i think that's part of the surreal feeling um i don't know i i, I like the episode it's it's a very standard star trek episode like it really kind of sets what is kind of the baseline for an episode of star trek mm. and like i know we talked we said that we were going to watch like several episodes per one pod episode yeah but like this is the first episode where i'm meeting all the characters for the first time true and i'm now realizing that every episode is like 50 minutes which is that's a long tv episode yeah like that's a netflix drama like that's a crap like that's one episode of the crown like that's long if it makes you feel better the animated series only 22 minutes an episode okay interesting which is if we ever make it it's like two percent of the entire canon i'm trying to think like so I, I recognize so many of these characters as well. And I know like George Takai was like a big, like mm-hmm. he got Twitter fame. I was saying to him, I was like, did he die? Is he dead? 
<laughs> Len, like, Leonard Nimoy died recently. Nimoy. Like in the last. Oh, that's Spock. Yeah. Those eyebrows will live on though. Oh, they're beautiful. Oh, is is William Shatner dead? No. I feel like he should be because he looks really unwell in this show. Like he doesn't look well. Like he looks really sick. That, mm. I'm not saying that I want him to be dead, but I feel like he should be dead. I mean, of all the Star Trek cast across all the shows, I feel like if he died, I would be the least sad out of all of them mm. because he is a like a gross old man now. Yeah, he's a gross old guy, and that last name alone, like the Shatner. Yeah, who decided that? Like, <laughs> it feels rude to say. Like, I feel like I shouldn't be allowed to say it, mm-hmm. but like, that's just what his name is. A lot of people changed their family names throughout some point in history. Maybe his family should have. Maybe they did. <laughs> maybe, maybe it used to be Shitner. <laughs> like, no, that's in the past. It's Shatner now. Which is so much better. <laughs> and one other thing is like, they're trying to set it in this like utopia and like it be like really futuristic and mm-hmm. like bonkers. And yet they're like, this man and his wife, Nancy, let's go check on them. And they use a stethoscope. <laughs> and like, when they go and do the health check that they're meant to be doing on the planet, mm. like he's like, the doctor still just like whips out a stethoscope and has like no other equipment with him apart from like a black leather doctor's bag. And I'm like, they put in so much effort mm. to like make everything look futuristic. And it just feels like they cut corners in these like other parts of the episode. Yeah. I mean, this was like one of the first batch they created. And, like, it really is a trend with American shows, and especially so with Star Trek, mm-hmm. that it, it takes a while to, like, really get into the, like, really have a coherent idea of what the show is. Mm-hmm. I think you might be interested to learn that this episode, um, which was the first we aired, mm-hmm. didn't get a good reception, no. critically. Um, I think... Um, Have you got some reports I've, up with I've, you? I've got some notes. Oh, I love that for you. Um, Variety said the show won't work and is dreary and confusing. Um, Shatner actually thought it was one of the worst they'd done. and of Because they recorded like five episodes and they were trying to work out which one to air first. And they decided this one because it was kind of like generic sci-fi. Mm. Um, I think the, the ensuing ones are like better. I can see, like, why it didn't, like, land. Because, like, and I'm a huge... Like, one of the things I am a nerd about is, like, horror films. I love a mm-hmm. horror film. And, like, specifically, I'm really into, like, um, paranormal horror. Like, I love a, a spooky ghost. And, like, so much of horror is, like, you have to have the reveal of the ghost at, you know, a, a key point. So that you've got enough time to suspend... Like, have that suspension where you're not sure what the monster is or what it looks like or what the rules are. And you have to sort of introduce that late enough in the film that you can fear it. And, like, you figure out that there's something going on with Nancy, like, within the first five minutes of the episode. Yeah. Like, they land on the planet and every dude sees her as a different hot lady. And you're like, all right, well, that's not Nancy, obviously. That's something. But, like, mm-hmm. and I can see that. And, like, you've got, like, and, like, the monster is very Doctor who is Like, once you finally see the final, like, reveal of what the monster looks like, it's this weird, like, octopus-looking thing. That wants salt. Yeah. The, the the face was actually reworked from a gas mask. They really? Just slapped a gas mask on there. Um, yes. How do you know? Or did you do research? Are you I did some research. I, I felt like I felt like that's what I should bring. Oh, oh. As the one who already knows a lot about Star Trek anyway. Mm-hmm. So like uh, how many how many Spock eyebrows out of ten would you rate this episode? <sighs> 
look as a as a first episode. I mean, I don't think it's bad. It's like, look, I'll give it a five. Five. That's very diplomatic. I think I'd give it like a four. I don't. I I found it very bizarre and like surreal, but mm-hmm. like it reminded me very much of my like university student theatre days. Like it was very like haphazard and like the acting <laughs> was so bad and like. I, I, we did a record of, like, some of our hot takes, like, during the episode. And, like, I feel like if we listen back on it, it's just going to be us, like, giggling at, like, <laughs> um, Captain Kirk. Like, he's, like, crawling along the ground. Oh but he's crawling, like, on... Like, it's just so weird. And I don't know wiggle. who... Made, like, he doesn't... It's, like, William Shatner clearly, like, just doesn't know how to move like a normal person. Like... You find that one of the crew members is dead with all these like weird pock marks on their face, and the way he does it, they go, Captain Kirk, come over here and like check this body, and he runs over, but he's doing like this really like dainty like ballerina run, and then when he arrives at the body, he like crosses his legs like one in front of the other and like puts his hands out and does like a little like ballerina like I did a fancy little run, and then. When he's like, when the Mr. Crater, Dr. Crater, the guy, Professor Professor Crater, whatever, Mm. (laughs) everyone has all these titles, like Lieutenant (laughs) and Mr. and Mrs. and like Doctor, and I'm like, it's fuck, whatever your name is. And then, like, when he's behind like the rocks and he's like shooting at them, being like, pew pew, get off my planet. And he's like trying to do like a sneaky crawl to like avoid the shots. He's like, he crawls on his forearms and then his feet. So that, like, his his butt is right up in the air and he does this little, like, crab crawl and I'm just like... He's very wiggly. But, like, whose decision was that? Was that just William Shatner being like, I know, like, I know that, like, Captain Kirk wants to be, you know, ass up. I, I, I feel like the character of Kirk was, was like, really he- heavily influenced by what... by who Shatner is as a person. Mm. So all those, like, weird little things he does and the weird way he talks, which I don't know if you noticed that much. No, not really. It, you notice it when I he feel like I heard white noise. Whenever he said something, it was just sort of like, <laughs> like, what does he even say? He doesn't do it. He didn't do it much in this episode, but in future episodes, he does get a lot of like speeches where he's like trying to reason with a with an omnipotent being that's toying with them, or like some sort of homicidal robot. Mm-hmm. And he gets these long speeches, and he has a very odd way of speaking, mm. which you, you'll, you'll get to notice. Okay. He pauses in weird areas. I'm excited for that. I love a weird speech. Oh, yeah. One of my favourite moments from this episode, which, like, they were trying to play... And, like, there were moments of, like, genuine tension, where you're like, mm. will this, like, thing kill this person or not? Like, whatever. And will they figure it out? And there's this moment where, like... They figured out that there's this like monster that can like assume, assume like the appearance of anybody that it meets, um, and it like collects people and it can like present as different people and it can read minds, which is not really explored very much either. But like they're in this meeting and then there's like you know Captain Kirk and Spock and the Doctor guy and the man from the planet Mister Crater or Professor Crater, and they're like, all right, how are we gonna like trick this? like shape-shifting thing and we know at that point that the shape-shifting thing is taking the form of the doctor because mm-hmm. he somehow managed to make the doctor fall asleep which we also never he learn about drugged him up yeah oh yeah oh, oh yeah, yeah. I missed that. he took the red pill oh <laughs> yeah he's like <laughs> where um uh what's his face yulu yuhu <laughs> i'm not sure if you're doing yuhura or sulu right now sulu <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> where sulu's like <laughs> take the drugs and he's like 
Okay. All right. Oh, I hate women now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I oh, hate... wait. It's the 60s. He already did. Oh, he already did. What would be a red pill equivalent for the 60s? Like... The thinking brain. women deserve equal rights. <laughs> it's the opposite. Like, you take the red pill in the 60s and they're like, you know what? <laughs> women can be CEOs. Fight me. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so they're all in the room, right? And like, so there's four of them or whatever. And they're saying, uh, okay, well, we got to like trap this thing. We not want salt. So what we've done is we've put out all this salt like on the ship and it's being guarded by people. So if any, like anyone comes up and like noms up all this salt, we'll know that that's the thing. What do you guys think? Is that a good plan? And like, um, uh, lemon, like eyebrows dude is like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. It is logical. I love ideas. And then the monster that's pretending to be the doctor is like, Oh, I don't think it's a good idea. Uh, I think we should give, why don't we just give it some salt without tricks? And everyone goes, why? And he's like, uh, I think it's a cool monster. Uh, and then everyone's like, it's a gross, awful monster. And he's like, I disagree. I think it's a cool monster. And no one figures it out. And everyone around the table's like, all right, doctor, that's your opinion, whatever. I, I feel like it's because like fake McCoy is just like so freaked out, sweating visibly, but then everyone else is sweating. Everyone else is sweaty and nervous looking as well. <laughs> but there's a moment they cut to like Captain Kirk and you're going, all right, like Captain Kirk's gonna go. Oh, he's sussed it out. Yeah. yeah, but then he's just like, "All right, can you go get this truth serum, Doctor? Bye." And you're like, "What the fuck is going that on?" That should sort it out. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Spock worked it out, but he was just like, "I want to see how long it takes Kirk to get this." Yeah. And then he just doesn't. Well, you were also telling me moments like that. There's that slash fit a lot about Captain Kirk and Spock, mm-hmm. and I definitely got like something's going on their vibes. Like they have a lot of huddling together and like. Mm. meaningful glances but also I don't think Captain Kirk is capable of like he's a bit of a himbo he, he, he truly is um, do you think he's the OG himbo I think so um, he's he's not he's not the brightest he also has a reputation I don't know if you were aware of this he also has a reputation of being a womanizer uh-huh. but when you actually go through the show he's constantly like no I'm sorry I can't make love to you I and married to my ship. Uh-huh. You and know what's on the ship, though? Women? Spock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that because because I'm, like, I'm cool and interesting. I watch Black Mirror. Because, um, you know, what if phones but too much? Mm. And, like, they've got that episode that's, like, a pun, or not a pun, like a, like a reference to Star Trek. Yeah. Where he, like, traps his... And, like, none of them have genitals and, like... I was not aware of that. Yeah, none of them have got genitals and like he can't bone anyone and they go on adventures and stuff. And I feel like... Have you not seen it, that episode of Black Mirror? No. So they're like... He makes like an alternate universe and like none of the like Starship people have genitals and whatever. So it feels like I get that. I get that reference. I know some things about Star Trek. You're learning things. I'm learning things. I know that there's uh, Hulu and Yuhura... (laughs) Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Ursula and Yuhu. Pretty much. <laughs> and and uh, stock and... <laughs> and... And look, you also got other stuff out of the episode. Like, you now know how to um, finish off all phone conversations. Oh, yeah, just your surname. Yeah, out. <laughs> surname out. Yeah. Are we revealing surnames on the pod? I don't know. No, I'm going to be like Madonna. I'm just going to have a first name. Yeah, I'm going to be... I'm going to literally call myself Cher on this podcast. Cher? Cher. 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 I read her name. I think it's Cher. 
Okay. You absolute imbecile. Can we cut this? Let's cut all this. You moron. I've only seen it in books. Okay. Are you for real? You've never heard someone say share? Look, I'm sure I have. I'm also just very stupid. that we've seen so far mm-hmm. of the main cast mm-hmm. so Kirk Himbo um, he just like he, he sweats so much that he fogs up the camera like every mm-hmm. time he has a close up the camera is like actually foggy and I don't know how close I've got no experience in like cameras but like how close does to a sweaty thing does it have to be I feel like he's radiating heat well I don't know if this is what they were using because I wasn't like I wasn't like super focusing on that mm. shot but often in Star Trek, when there is a female character who's like beautiful and wonderful and oh wow, they'll like. I think what they did was smear the camera with Vaseline so that it had a very like, oh, like radiating otherworldly. Yeah, all the lights would be like yeah. weird and stuff, and they'd always do that for women when the male characters were like, she's so beautiful. I feel like Ursula had a moment like that in the show. Uhura. Uhura. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You've kind of, like, fused Ahura and Solo in your mind. Um, I don't want that to be a take, because they're also the only, like, non-white characters in the show. If it um, helps, Spock is very, like, Jewish coded. Okay, so I'm not problematic. I'm just a dumb bitch. You're, like, verging on it. Yeah. No, because I, 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 like, at the moment there's, like, Ahura, Ursula, whatever her name is, then there's Sulu, Yuhu, mm-hmm. Hulu, and then there's Spock, then there's Captain Kirk, and then yep. there's, um, Dr. Man. I don't know what was his name. Bones. Bones. His actual name is Leonard McCoy. Leonard McCoy. Bones. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, but we're going back. Okay, Captain Kirk. He's like a little bit dumb. Uh, he looks exactly so. He looks exactly the same as the Doctor in the show. Doctor Bones. Mister Bones. Mister mm. Doctor Bones. Yeah. They look exactly the same. And the only way I can tell them apart is that Captain Kirk had a yellow shirt and Bones had a blue shirt. But like if they didn't, if they wore the same color shirt, I'd be like, "Who is this?" I mean, they've got different color hair. Do they? Yeah. They look so similar, though. Look, I even I had this problem the first time I saw Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. already having read the books, mm-hmm. but I still couldn't tell the difference between Viggo Mortensen and Sean Bean. Um, it's either Sean Bourne or Sean Bean. It can't be Sean Bean. Do we want to establish like a style guide for this podcast? <laughs> Maybe if Sean Bean or. Whatever. Sean Bond. Mm-hmm. Sean Bond? Sean Bond. Alright. I would Bond. love nothing more than to have a style guide for the pod. Okay. Okay. But, um, Captain Kirk, um, a little bit dumb, uh, doesn't know how to walk. That's my take. Or crawl. Or crawl. Or just, like, move around. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really do a lot. And, and you're coming down very firmly on the not hot? Not hot. Absolutely not hot. Okay. Um, maybe, like, he, he gets a little bit of hotness because he's, like, you know in a position of power and like authority and that's always like you know attractive in some way yeah. but like not hot absolutely not okay alright I mean I was there were only like two hot men in the air mm-hmm. and they both died and it was really disappointing for me there was the guy at the beginning where they were like you're so horny you have to leave the room Darnell yeah yeah and then there was the other guy who like turns into the monster and like gets horny for salt on the bo- on the ship Who's got like the curly hair and the green eyes? Yeah, which is cute. He was cute. And what about not not even the dude who hit on Uhura with Swahili? He was okay. He was mm. definitely hotter than most people, but like not like he was hotter than like the doctor and the like For other sure. guys. Yeah. Um, George Takai could kind of get it. Yeah. Like he's good looking enough. Like it feels like for me, it went like 
dead guy number one, dead guy number two, swivelly man, Hulu. Wait, what? Sulu. Sulu. <laughs> really? That one was... <laughs> and then, like, the rest. Yeah. In just a big pile at the bottom. The big pile of ugliness. Yes, yeah, that's definitely the... Like, the, the ugly one. one. <laughs> oh, actually, no, but I put Spock above Captain Kirk. Yeah, this I, is not my. This is not the main point of like the characters. No, I mean, I don't know. Spock didn't do a lot in this episode, and like, even with my limited knowledge of Star Trek, I know that like Spock is a big character, but he didn't do mm. a lot in this episode. No, and and when I think about Star Trek, conversely, mm. like I always think that Uhura did very little, but she was pretty prominent in this episode. She did a lot. She definitely pushed a lot of buttons, mm-hmm. uh, and she walked around the ship a lot. Honestly. She, she's actually the first character to really, like, just, like, mock Spock for, for his, his, like, cultural lack of emotions, which is fun. But All it was, yeah, she comes... Yeah, she's definitely, like... She comes up and is like, hey, like, what's it like not having feelings? And Fox... And Pock. <laughs> and Spock's like, I don't know. And she's like, oh, tell me I'm pretty. Like, what was that about? Do some emotions. She's, like, she's just trying to... Okay, so... This is really weird because, like... In each Star Trek series, there is a character who struggles with emotions, Spock obviously being the one in this one who does that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so a lot, of, uh, a lot of people with autism like identify with those characters. Mm. And so it's kind of weird that Uhura is like, basically making fun of someone who is like, coded to be autistic. Yeah, it is a bit... It's problematic. Um, like, the only thing that makes me feel better is Spock, like, just doesn't seem bothered by it at all. Like, he's just like, what are you doing? And so that gives me a little... Like, that... Was the only way I could watch that scene without feeling bad for him because he's clearly like, "What do you want?" Honestly, yeah, like people over the course of the series, people relentlessly make fun of him, and he just does not. He does not fa- Well, I mean, it doesn't like visibly phase him, but I who hope knows? It does. I, think, I hope he's chill. I mean, he's got his hippo boyfriend. Yeah, so, true. Like, he's got it all worked out. If he needs to, he can like sob into Kirk's chest. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like that, but like, I'm not going <laughs> to kink shame Kirk or Spock. Or any of the others. That's good. Because it gets weird. <laughs> I'm an ally. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> I love all of the <laughs> checks, notes on hand, gays. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else have we got? Spock, like him, love the eyebrows, mm-hmm. style inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's cool. Um, uh, we got a little bit of Sulu. Um, it, his whole thing is just like hanging out with plants in this episode. He just which hangs out in a, a plant room. Never happens again. Yeah, he's having lunch in the plant room, which is weird. Yeah. Um, love like big tall blonde hair lady. Yeoman Rand, yeah. She's cool. Love her. She's just always like, she's getting followed around by a little monster. And she's like, um, do you have a problem? Like, what's your deal? I know. Can you leave me alone? And when she finds out, and she keeps finding, and you were saying, you love that every time she finds a dead body, she doesn't scream. She just goes like, yeah. Ew. Because in, in the <laughs> 60s, in TV, that's what female characters did. They screamed at dead bodies, but she's just like so unfazed. And she's I love just it. She's like, oh, yuck. Can <laughs> someone deal with this? Uh, this is, uh, I'm not paid for this. I'm going to call the union. I, I just I just take salt around the ship. <laughs> that's my job. <laughs> just carry salt and like three celery stalks <laughs> uh, for Sulu's lunch. Alien celery. Mm, it's got a bit of red on it. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the other characters? Dr. Gross. I hate him. He, like, he's too horny for his ex-girlfriend. 
Yeah, yeah, he was really... Even when she was, like, very obviously a monster, he was still struggling with that. Yeah, like, you, he literally sees her turn into, like, this heinous, like, octopus monster and then back to his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And um, she's killing Captain Kirk and Spock is like, shoot it! He's like, I can't. And you're just like, I, I don't have time for your spineless, like personality i mean look it's, is he does he stick around because as soon as i met the doctor and i looked at him i'm like i hope he dies but no we had to lose the like oh, hot hot boy i'm sorry to say this but mccoy is one of the main three. Oh, i hate him i hate him so much yeah look he's he's an interesting character um it'll be good to see more of his relationship with spock because mm-hmm. it's it's interesting how it was intended versus how it comes across today um, what do you mean? Well, if you if you think Uhura was making fun of him, uh, making fun of Spock earlier, mm. wait till McCoy gets into it. I already hate Bones McCoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what I think about all the other characters. Um, we, we saw a fair bit of Uhura. Any take on her? Yeah, she's cool. Um, although I did like the moment when like the monster took on like just a generic black dude from her imagination, which was very weird. Yeah. And. He, like, goes in to, like, strangle her, and she's just, like... She's looking at him, like, can you not strangle me? But also <laughs> makes, like, no attempt to, like, yeah. leave. Well... But I do like her. Yeah. She's very, like... She's very, like, cool and calm and, like, hmm. not phased. I, I think on, on the on her, like, um, not doing anything when the monster's coming at her, uh, they did mention earlier in the episode that the monster can apparently paralyze people. And then when it's attacking Kirk, oh. we see he's like frozen. And I, they didn't convey it very well, but I think maybe Uhura was literally paralyzed. Oh, okay. Well, then that would make sense. Okay. Well, then that's fine. But then like everything else, apart from that moment, like she's very much like, she's confident. Mm-hmm. She like, she knows what she, I feel like she's so much more capable than like the doctor and Mis- Mr. Captain Kirk. Like, I don't know. And she's got that little, like, antenna coming out of her ear. I don't know. She seems... I, I trust her. Yeah. I think, like, that's the thing. Like, no. she just seems, like, very, like, together. I, I, and her I, hair. I, like her I love that hair. Yeah. She's got that really piled up... All the women have that that really tall, like, like 60s the hair. The beehive, right? That There's not even, like, a bee... Like, a traditional bee... Like, the blonde, like, yeoman, whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. She had that really tall beehive that had, like, the braid wrapping around it. Like, that was cool. But, like, Ahula, Ursula, Ahura, Ahura, Ahura. Her hair, it kind of was, like, folded back almost. Like, it was a kind of... And then she had that fringe. It was immaculate. Mm. I could never. What's... Was it perhaps a wig? Like, because you said it was, like, kind of purpley. It could have been a wig. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe... I don't know if I like. Even if it's a wig, she looked amazing. It, I, can, I cannot dispute I th- that. I'd hope that, like, most of those women were wearing wigs. Because mm. otherwise they would have just spent, like, hours in hair. Yeah. Look, even if it's, a, if it's a wig, she was pulling it off. Her skirt was so short, though. And I don't want to be scandalised, but, like, that's not practical. No. But actually... I've been t- I told you about all the feminist discourse I was reading about Star Trek. I'm ready to hear it. Um, one of the points made in one of the articles I read was that in the 60s, the miniskirt was a symbol of liberation. Mm. Which, so it, it was very different back then. It wasn't like, you know, check out those bums. Mm. Yeah, I, I, like the only way for me to like be chill with her skirt is like, you know, this, when she joined the Starship Enterprise... And they were like, you got to wear a uniform. You're red, which is miscellaneous person who does stuff. Here are like four uniform options. There's one with pants. There's one with this. There's one with a tiny miniskirt. And she's like, I'm hot as hell. I'm going to wear the miniskirt. Mm-hmm. And she chose it. 
Yeah. And the, I need that, like, that to be the case for me to be able to, like, watch it and be chill. I imagine they would have chosen outfits because, and, and again, it is the only time in the whole series you see it, but the one uh, female crew member who does wear pants. Mm. So We see her for, like, ten seconds. Not even. Not even. She's but got still, hair, too. They, they, they all did. Mm-hmm, Spock's mm-hmm. haircut. Heinous. <laughs> Truly heinous. And, like, I feel like if, if I was part of the autistic community, like, that would be a big complaint for me. I'm like, mm. yeah, he's, like, representing our needs and, like, you know, normalising, you know, you know, divergent brain. Neurodivergent. Neurodivergent. Oh, I'm an idiot. I don't know. But, like, that haircut is really, like, ruining it. Um, yeah. I just I can't deal with looking at his... I hope he's wearing a wig and that underneath he's got normal hair. No, that's his hair? I don't know. Did he wear a wig? That would make me feel better if he had a wig. We'll, we'll look that up. We'll like, look. it was full with the ears and it just, like, clamped down his skull. Well, those definitely aren't his real ears. What? Mm-hmm. Are you for real? Yeah. I thought Lemon, 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 Nimroy. <laughs> yep, that'll do. What's his name? Leonard. Nimroy. Nimroy. Nimrod. Oh. Leonard Nimrod. Oh. oh, that's a deep cut. Insulting. I know, what's he gonna do? Oh. He's an old dude. He's dead. What's he gonna do? Wow. His son's alive. He could come what's for us. What's his son's name? Al- Alex? Alex Nimrod? I- I- <laughs> yeah, what's he gonna You're do? You're making us enemies. <laughs> Enemy of the pod, Alex Nimrod. Come find us. I don't think it's Alex. <laughs> um, why did I bring- So those are, those are his real ears. No, 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 no. That, those are actually prosthetic ears. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Mm. And what you're saying is... But the space is... The spaceship's real. Like, we were shot in space. Oh. Uh, On location in space. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they hired a uh, assault vampire monster for the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which they actually really killed with, with lasers. With real lasers. With real lasers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The script's called for it to be set to stun, but accidentally killed up. Oh, so. whoops. And that's the easiest genocide that anyone's ever committed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Second only to the time the sixth doctor committed genocide by killing six plant monsters. Another series of shows that I'm familiar with. Hey. Uh, <laughs> well, I think I think that's enough content on one app. That, that's enough. Are we going for yeah, just over half an hour. Okay. I think that's enough content for Yeah. We basically talk for forty five. So minutes. the next episode is Charlie X. Charlie X X, yep. <laughs> Uh, this is dedicated to a friend of the pod, Charles O'Grady. I, I'm going to mention him in the first episode, so then he has to listen. Yeah, and um, I, I'd like to extend a personal... Do you know any other Charlies? No, no, no. I was, I was going to extend a thank you to him for all of his title suggestions, yeah. which were amazing. He's had like 20 like title suggestions, yeah. which one of them we will pick. Um, yeah. And Should we, let's record the intro now. Let's be like... But like, we'll leave it blank for the title. Okay. All right. Wait. You're listening to Out of Our Vulcan Minds with Lucinda and Ellie. Yeah. Um, tune in for Charlie X. Yeah. CX. CX. And just to clarify, I'm Ellie. <laughs> and I'm also Ellie. Oh, Bye. shit. <laughs>